0: Our reading today is from Luke 2, 1 through 7. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinius was governor of Syria. And all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who who is with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger. Because there was no place for them in the inn. This is the word of the Lord. It is absolutely true. And it is given to us in love. A couple years back in my infinite wisdom... Okay, okay, in my limited wisdom, I decided um, I had to go to Murray, Kentucky to see my son, and I decided that I would go to Murray, Kentucky without making reservations for a hotel room. Corey was having surgery, and I had a long day. I just wanted to be able to get into a room where I could rest and I could pray, and before I left, I said, "Where's well, Murray, Kentucky. There has to be a hotel room somewhere. My plane landed in Nashville. I drove two hours to Murray, Kentucky, to only find out that they were having a quilt festival. <laughs> and there was not a room in the city. Boy, was I disappointed. I drove, I drove, I drove, I drove, I drove, I checked every hotel, I drove to every hotel. And finally, I got to one hotel, and there was one room. And as luck would have it, it was $225 a night. So I had a choice to make. Either go back and spend the night with my son in a room full of college-age young men, or stay in the only room in the city. It was frustrating to go almost a thousand miles and find out that there is no room. The story we talk about today, about Jesus, he, Jesus is born, he comes into a world that has no room for him. Whatever we do this season, this holiday, this Christmas time, we need to make sure that we make room for the King. This particular passage that we pick up today, it tells us that um, Jesus is about to be born in a time when there is a census going on, and Joseph has to go back to the place, his hometown. He has to go back to the place where he's from. Um, He can't do the census there where he is, but he has to go back to Bethlehem to register. Now, there is a tricky situation going on here. I don't know what this would be like at your house, but if I got to take the girl that I'm engaged to back to my house. And I'm taking this girl who I'm engaged to that's, that's supposed to be my wife, that my daddy and her daddy already sat at the table and made the deal. They've already swapped goat or milk or cattle or whatever they were gonna swap. And, and, and the last word about this girl was she was pure that she was untouched, that she knew not a man. I don't know what it would have been like at your house, but if I'd have came walking up there with this girl who was expected, about to give birth at any moment, my mama would have had a lot of questions. My mama would have said, hold up, wait a minute. Somebody got to tell me something. I need to know what has happened here. The word we got was that you was pure, that you knew not a man. So to save some stress, I probably would have said, Mary, you stay right here. You stay here, I'll be back as soon as I can. I wanna save you some undue stress. I wanna save you some trouble because my mama gonna have some questions. But Joseph was a good man. Joseph was a good man. He didn't want to be away from her when she gave birth. He, he wanted to be with her. Y'all got to get it. Now, Joseph had already got a word from an angel. Amen. Whispered in his ear and said, everything is all right. Because that which she has is conceived of the Holy Ghost. I, I, Joseph, I don't know, Joseph. I don't know what it would have been like the day that the angel came to visit me. I don't know if that would have been peace. I would have still had a lot of questions. Bob don't tell uh, what Joseph, Joseph, Joseph's response was, but I got to believe that the brothers in this room would have some questions. All right, why you got to pick her? Y'all looking at me strange. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Why she got to carry the baby? Can't you find somebody else? I, I'm, just, I'm just talking about us, you know, yo, you know, we ain't here, we in church, and you know, we know the story, we know it's Jesus, so, so I would have carried it, you know it would have been trouble. So I would have had some questions, I would have wanted to know what was going on. Not only is she expecting, she's at the point where she's about to give birth, now, I, don't, I only know, I've only had to experience pregnancy with one woman, my wife. When it came close time to deliver, she didn't want to go nowhere. She didn't want to go nowhere. She, she wanted to be left alone. She wanted to wear as little as clothes as possible. Some, somebody who had a baby talked to me. I I, I, I don't quite understand that. She she didn't want nobody bothering with her. She wanted her space. I could go wherever I wanted to go. Just leave her alone. Can you imagine now this lady who's about to to give birth has to take this journey? She has to take this journey. She has to go to a place where where she's not from. She got to go with him. look, if, if, she was, if they were getting ready to fly, they would ask her when, her, when was her due date? And if her due date was close, they'd be able to say, I'm sorry, ma'am, you can't travel with us. It's too close. We don't want to have a mid-air delivery. You, you know what I'm talking about? So here it is that, that, that she's close to give birth. She is, she is a, a virgin who did not know a man. She has to go around people and when she gets to this place there is no room to receive them. Can you imagine what that must be like? I I, I read in a commentary that that the in Bible times the homes were built with quarters for the visitors in the front and it was called the inn. So, So when they get to these homes, the visitors stayed in the front part of the house in the inn. But when they got to Bethlehem, there was no room and no inns anywhere. Can you imagine what it must be like? I'm thinking in my mind that somebody would have said, "But this young lady is expecting. So I'll give up my room. This young lady is about to give birth. Look at her. You, you ever seen a lady, in, you know, when you're shopping in the mall, and you see her, and she's, she's great with child? And you wonder, you wonder, like, she don't need to be out here because that baby's going to come any moment now. So can you imagine that nobody said, you know what, let's give her our room? Nobody said, Mary. Take my room, Joseph. Bring her in. You guys can have my room. Somebody say, no, 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 no. There's 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 some place. There's a place. There's a little place in the back. There's a little place in the back um, where we keep the animals. Where, where the animals go to eat, where the animals go to rest. There, there's a place in the back where you can take her back there. You guys can have all the privacy that you want. How does that sound? Yeah, I know that's right. Not too good. But she had to go to Beth- Bethlehem. She had to go. She couldn't stay. She had to go because Michael tells us that, that the ruler, that, that, that the king, that a ruler had to come out of Bethlehem. So she had to go to Bethlehem. Michael tells us that it had to happen, so she had to go. So let's get past that. She had to go. She couldn't just stay home. So she had to go. But when she got there, there was no room for her. And, and can't. just think on this, that when Sonia had our babies, There was a big, nice hospital blanket. There was a whole bunch of baby shower goodies waiting on her. Y'all following me so far? There there were things that was waiting on her. They, They even had a special chair that the daddies can sleep in. But in this setting, in this place, there was no special blanket, there was no special chair, there was not even a special crib to keep this baby warm. Y- y'all y'all follow me so far? So so this baby was born in a dark, cold place. Even when Sonia gave birth, they had a special meal for the parents. Anybody had that? Okay, okay. Maybe not. So she gets here in this. The baby is born in a dark a cold place. The baby is laid in a feeding trough where animals go to eat is where the baby is laid. My grandparents had a farm in live oak Spending time on that farm made me realize that I wanted to go to school. (laughs) I realized that farming was not for me. But the picture that I have when I think about where Jesus laid was this big barrel that they cut in half. And they filled it for water for the animals to come and get water. I can only imagine the water emptied out. Immed it out, Straw or hay thrown in. And Jesus lay inside of this half-cut barrel in which the animals drunk water from. See, we see these postcards with the picture of Jesus laying right there on that soft stuff parents standing by. Look, look, everything looks beautiful. Them postcards give us an incorrect picture of what that night was like. Listen, I don't see not one mother looking at that postcard and say, this is where I want to deliver my baby. (laughs) Not, Not one mother says, you know what? I think I want to have my baby in a barn. If I tell you that I can find a barn that's halfway decent, how many of y'all going to volunteer for that? Not one hand. If I tell you, if I tell you that, that you can plan to give your birth in this place here, how many of you will volunteer for that? Mama. That's because you know what the alternative is. It's either in here or in the barn. So, so here it is. Jesus is born in a barn. He has no comforts of of any blankets. He's born and he's wrapped in swaddling clothing, rags, stuff that they use to wrap dead people with. Is what they took and they wrapped Jesus, who is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. The one who came to be the Savior of the world. They take him and they wrap him in old raggedy rags, stuff that they can find, stuff that we will wash our car with. They take it and they wrap Jesus up in this stuff. Do do you realize who he is? I was in Washington, D.C. several years ago. When the Prime Minister of Japan came to the United States, man, it was, it was a beautiful sight. The red carpet was rolled out. The, the Marine Corps band was playing. They went to the tomb of the unknown soldier. They laid a wreath. The ceremony was beautiful. Everybody knew that there was a dignitary in town. But when Jesus came, the message was delivered to lowly shepherds, they find out that Jesus is in town. There, there is no prompt and circumstance. There's, there's no band. There's, there's no excitement about him. There's no red carpet being rolled out. There's not even a bed for him to lay in. A couple years ago, Prince George, the son of William and Kate, his birth was announced. When it got close to the time of his delivery, The the, the streets were lined with camera crews. They had a special wing of the hospital where only certain people could go. They had doctors and nurses waiting for the arrival of what many believe, of who many will believe will be king one day. They were waiting on him. These people had to pass background checks. It wasn't just anybody to get back here. And if anybody let out information, they were fired. They were dismissed. And here is the one who would be the king of all kings, the Lord of all lords, the healer for all of our sicknesses. He would be our bridge over troubled water. He would be our light in dark places. He would be our lily in the valley and there's no room for him. There is no prompt, no circumstance. There's nobody looking and waiting to take care of him. There's nobody there. So he's born in this place. The message is delivered to lowly people. Why? Why? To the lowly people. Because it was important that all people were able to know who he is. God chose the lowly to deliver the message to. He chose a lowly place called Bethlehem for the Savior of the world to be born in. He was born in a stable. He was born to lowly parents. Listen to this. He he was born So that all kinds of people from different backgrounds, y'all heard Dave say, look, there's some wealthy folk in here, there's some not so wealthy folk in here. There's some folk who came from a big house last night. There's folk who don't even have a house. Uh, Are y'all listening to me? There are Democrats, there are Republicans, there are independents in this place. We're all kinds of people. He was born in a lowly place, so all kinds of people will be able to reach him. He came down to where we were to, so all kinds of people will know that he was here, that he was born for them. I don't know about you today, but I'm glad that he was born for a sinner like me. I'm glad that he was born to save me from my sins. Is there anybody else here today that's glad that he was born to save you from your sins? We all get in here together. The one thing that we have in common, you like Georgia Bulldogs. I don't know why. I pray that y'all get delivered one day. Georgia not my team. Listen here. There, there's some fans in here who love the Jacksonville Jaguars. There's some folks in here that don't like them. But we all lump in this place together. I'm going to pray for y'all too. But we all lump in this place together because we got one thing that pulls us together. And that's Jesus Christ. L- listen, that, that's what makes me be able to have a conversation with folk that I probably wouldn't talk with in any other situation. There's people in this room that I could probably pass in, in, in passing that I would say hello to. That I probably would never sit down and break bread with. But in this room, there's something that draws us together, and it was that baby that was born in a manger. It was that baby that there was no prompt and circumstance about. It was that baby that was born to bring us together. Now, there was no room. The baby was born in conditions that none of us would want to have to be born in. But he was born in that condition. I just want us to think of this one thing as I, I'm done, <laughs> done. I want us to think about this, that in the manger was a baby, but that was not the only thing in the manger. In the manger was our hope. In the manger was our joy. In the manger was our peace. In the manger was the thing that brings us all together. Amen. You ever heard of AAA yeah. automobile? Yeah. You know AAA when your car break down? Yeah. You call AAA and AAA will send somebody to your rescue. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in that manger was our AAA. Yeah. Oh, are you listening to me? Yeah. Our AAA is acceptance. Access and assurance. Amen. We, he accepted us. Listen to this. He gives us access to the king, Amen. and he's an assurance for all people. Yeah. So, yes, he was born in a manger. Listen, it, it, it didn't look good in the beginning. He came. Listen, he came here low. But when he come back, all eyes going to see him. Amen. When he comes back, watch this. Every tongue going to confess. Yeah. When he comes back, listen, that won't be a quiet return. Listen, he came in quietly, but when he returns, there's going to be a grand time. I said last week when all God's children get together, when he comes back, y'all, we're going to have a time. We got a reason to rejoice. There was no room for him last time. But I want you to make sure that as you begin to celebrate this time, that you make room for him. There's nothing worse than having a party and forgetting about the guest of honor. Amen. There's, there's, nothing about, there's nothing good about having a get together. We all get together in the room, and, and the guest of honor shows up, and nobody's happy about it. Everybody's so busy that they don't even pay attention that the guest of honor has arrived. So as we sit around tomorrow, the rest of this season, we celebrate, we rejoice, and we will get happy, don't forget to make room for the king. God bless you. Let's pray. God, we thank you today for the privilege of knowing you, God. We thank you for the baby, for you sending your only begotten son into a world to bring us all together. The one who came to deliver us from our sins. The one who came to give us assurance, access, and and acceptance. God, we thank you for him. God, we thank you that he came quietly, God. God, and we look forward to his return. So, Father, help us to not be so caught up in the things that the world say about Christmas. Yeah. Not into gifts, not into to what somebody's going to give us or not what we're going to give somebody. But help us, God, realize the reason that we are celebrating this time of the year. Yeah. It is because of Christ. So, Father, we thank you in advance for opening our eyes, giving us a, a newness of just who you are. We thank you right now. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Yeah.